For 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. Linebacker Nate Wayne was born in Chicago, Illinois, and for the first 12 years of his life, he lived in, as Jim Croce would say, the baddest part of town, the South Side. But when his family moved to Mississippi, his future began to take shape. Basketball was my life. Uh, football was just something I did just till basketball season came around. Um, I only played one full season of high school football, and my high school coach, who was in his first year in my high school, he convinced me that I was going to be a, a football player playing on Sunday. I said, there's no way. So uh, at the end of my high school senior year, he um, convinced Billy Brewer, the head coach at Ole Miss, to give me a scholarship because they, they grew up together. And, um, and sure enough, <laughs> the rest is history. Where were you going to high school at the time? Where was that? Uh, Noxubee County, Noxubee County High School in Macon, Mississippi. Macon, Mississippi. So Ole Miss, you end up at Ole Miss, you come out, and uh, you were drafted by Denver, right? That's correct. And you came on to a pretty good team in Denver, didn't you? Yes, I'm still trying to figure out how that all happened. What play did I make in college to convince the world champion organization to take me as their 219th pick? <laughs> so as as ridiculous as that sound, you know, it's, it's still, I still want to know what play did I, was it a play? Was it how I carried myself? What, what, what made the difference that they chose me? You have to love the game to get to this level. So when did you gain that? It was, it had to be, I think my senior year in, in college. Wow. Yes, um, I was, um, after I finished my senior year, I was a police officer because I did not know how the NFL career would, would turn out. So I did that for three months, then I got drafted. And it was that point, after being a police officer, you know, changing and molding my mentality, getting drafted to a world-class organization with tremendous talent, and watching those guys see how they carry themselves, kind of molded me as a, just to be a professional. And, uh, but after that is when I was like, okay, this is work. This is something how, this is how I feed my family. This is, um, you know, let's just see where it takes us. The former seventh round draft pick of the Broncos was traded to the Packers before the start of the 2000 season. That was a blessing. That was a blessing because in 2000, in the 2000 draft, Denver had just drafted uh, Ian Gold out of Michigan. Okay, the year before, they drafted Al Wilson. Two guys that played my position. They drafted Al in the first round. They drafted Ian in the second round. There was no place for a seventh-round pick that played the same position. So fortunately, Ed Donatello became the defensive coordinator here, and I was, um, I guess I made an impression on Ed, him and his family as well. And I walked into practice one day, the last day of training camp in Denver, they got Mike gave me the call and said, hey, we just traded you to Green Bay. And I, I remember telling him, thank you. <laughs> because he, he, he even told me, he said, hey, we don't have room. We, as you know, we just drafted Al, and I mean, just drafted in. We have no place for you. And I said, well, 
I'll go and make the best of this opportunity. He said, well, we have a, uh, depending on how you play, if you play well enough, we get a third round pick. If not, we get a fourth round pick. I said, well, you're going to get a third round pick. Did they? Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good for you. And, you know, so you get here to Green Bay. Ed Donatel's your defensive coordinator. Um, you know, you're playing with uh, on a team that relatively new because Mike Sherman was in his second or third year, whatever it was at the time. And what was, how did things come together? How did you see that all coming together here? It was a dynasty in the making. Well, I mean, we had some, even we started that season, that 2000 season off pretty rough. And then we ended up, you know, we, I think we just fell short of the playoffs, but that was something that we could build off on. I mean, we had um, now Diggs starting in as a, as a uh, strong side linebacker who did a f tremendous job as a rookie. And then we had myself as a new guy coming in. And then um, who else? Um, we had. Um, was Kabir? Yeah. Uh, yes. Kabir was coming here. On? Yeah. Kabir, Bajah, Bill Miller. I mean, just so many new guys and young guys on that defensive side of the ball. And we just found them a way to jail. And, uh, and I, I owe a lot of that to guys like Santana and Leroy because they really brought guys in and just showed them, hey, this, this is the Packers way. This is how we do things. The Packers won their last four games of the 2000 season to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. They were able to carry the momentum of that finish to the next campaign where they fashioned a 12-4 mark. Who are the coaches who had the most influence on you in your career? Wow. Well, it, it was, I would have to say it was started with my high school football coach. He saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Then I would say um, Coach Jolie Dunn, who's a defensive coordinator at Ole Miss. I was a safety. He said, no, you're a linebacker. Then it carried on to, I would say, Mike Shanahan. And then Ed Donatel, Mike Sherman, and everyone who, ever, who, who I've ever played for. But I would say Bo Pellini, the linebacker coach, he was the one who took my, my playing level from, from here to here. He elevated my game so much. He made the game slow down for me. He slowed it down, showed me different aspects of uh, where I can be hurt, you know, where I, you know, how to d disguise things, so to speak. And um, I really, I would say I owe a lot to him. Position coaches, they're really important, aren't they? I mean, they're the kind of the, the guy, they're the people that you learn under, right? Yeah, that's who you spend the most time with. You know, you spend a lot of time with them behind closed doors, and, and they, they tell you everything that's your weakness. They tell you the things you don't want to hear, but you need to hear it. And those are the things that makes you better as a player. Wayne played eight seasons in the NFL, including three years in Green Bay three of the best years of his career. Green Bay, just playing here is, is so much history. And growing up a Bear fan, to play for the Packers is like, is, is, is everything. To live here, everybody was like, what, you live there in the offseason? Yes, this is where I work. I live here and my, I, I saw myself bring, raising my kids here. And, um, but we, even my wife and I, we, we even, talk about, you know, coming back to Green Bay, you know, as a family, because we still have a lot of friends here. And uh, it's just, a, it's, it's a place where careers can be made instead of ruined. You know, whereas other teams, other cities, you look in Atlanta, uh, Miami, 
I'm just fortunate that I wasn't drafted to a team like that or in, in, a, in a city like Atlanta or Miami because as a young player, there's just so much you can get into that can make a, a potential long career a short career. So I was fortunate to be drafted by Denver and fortunate to for a kid from the tough side of Chicago to Old Miss, onto the NFL, where he became known for making big plays on Monday Night Football, the 219th pick of the 1998 draft certainly maximized his time on the NFL stage.